Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Problems in Philippine education today. This year's Ongpin Annual Memorial Lecture took place on November 13th at the Ateneo de Manila Law School in Rockwell, Makati City. Disclosure, the lecture series is named after my late husband, Jamie V. Ongpin. It was held a little later in the year than usual because the speaker was a teacher, Vladimir Quidua, National Chairman of the Alliance of Concerned Teachers, a militant public school union that has been red-tagged a number of times lately. The barangay elections were the cause of the delay because as we all know, public school teachers are the ones who manage elections in this country. At the same time, as is the practice during the summer vacation months, public school teachers had to undergo training, discussions, give presence to the changes in the curriculum as the Department of Education, DEP-ED, has to do massive work to bring public education in this country up to par, at least with our neighbors. As revealed in the course of the lecture, which included a panel of education representatives and experts, in regional education tests, the Philippines comes out close to the bottom. The bottom dweller is Laos, and we are right there a mere one rung above it. Mr. Quidua's lecture dwelt on the problems faced by education here. The usual lack of classrooms, the overstuffing of them, up to 66 students per teacher, lack of materials, chalk allowances P20 per teacher, I hope at least monthly, and the many tasks superimposed on teachers aside from electoral duty, also clerical duty, also janitorial duty, also vacation time turned to duty, learning how to handle the tweaks in curriculum. It even happens that by force of circumstance, teachers have to give some pitifully poor and hungry students something to eat by sharing their own food or digging into their very shallow pockets for something to buy it with. So, Mr. Quidua remarked that salaries had to go up from the P27,000 plus starting salary to at least P40,000, which is not on the pay scale at all. It stops at around P36,000. That would cost a big bite in the budget of the DEP-ED. It was commented, however, that the budget had an overly large administrative expense for clerks, officials from assistant secretaries to undersecretaries, to supervisors, regional heads, etc. It seems everyone has a rank and a higher pay scale and the lowest rank is teacher. More classrooms, more supplies, more really relevant textbooks and more learning materials could help. All of which will cost. The Philippines spends 4% of its gross national product, GNP, on education whereas other countries, including our neighbors, allocate 6% of their GNP for teaching and its expenses. How often have we heard that in the national budget, the education department gets the most money? Yet it still shows material and teaching inadequacies. All of the above was echoed by Perlita Rana, President of All University of the Philippines Academic Employees, Dr. Gary Vils, President of the Ateneo Faculty Association, and Dr. David Michael San Juan, Convener of the People's Education Commission. Another member of the panel, Dr. Vicente Paquio, visiting fellow of the Philippine Institute of Development Studies and an expert on educational systems, had his own take which was equally valid. He said there are indeed problems which had to be analyzed carefully to create selective solutions that would be effective individually and when multiplied come up with progressive results. He cautioned against throwing money at problems without guidelines, or demanding good results in turn and in general upgrading the perspective of how to improve. If teachers were to be given higher salaries, they had to give better service. It would help if they were not encumbered by all the extra non-teaching duties that are imposed on them. 
Another revelation from Dr. Pequio was that those regional tests where our students rank very low are given in English, a language that has eroded from our general population over a number of decades compared to yesteryears. If they were in our national language, the results would not be as dismal. Which brought on the subject of the language used for teaching. It was agreed that the original mother language should be the first for teaching, Filipino or Ilocano, etc., depending on what region, but simultaneously, English should be in the curriculum, taught and used. There is no reason why we cannot be bilingual from the beginning in this way. Most developed and developing countries teach two languages or more, simultaneously making their students bilingual, and we can very well do the same. Filipinos know their national language and the other local languages, even if rudimentarily for the latter. And that they are almost bilingual. Teaching English at the beginning of schooling will impose no burden except time and effort, and would give excellent bilingual results. Another topic that came up was the role of private schools in Philippine education. It was agreed that they were essential to help the government schools cope with the huge student population which the public schools cannot accommodate effectively. Private schools must remain in the equation. They are known for more meticulous attention to the process of education. To begin with, they are less crowded and have more teaching aids. But there has been a migration of teachers from private to public schools because their salaries are even lower than those of public schools since the government has raised the public school teachers' salaries. A solution must be found to keep private schools viable. And thoughtless bills in Congress forbidding the no payment, no exam practice must not be pursued into law. We are not a nation of good debtors, a law allowing students to go to school without paying the tuition due will bring on a body of deadbeat parents using it for their selfish reasons and cause a catastrophic effect on private schools which are essential to Philippine education. It was a lively discussion which was recorded and is available on the Ateneo YouTube channel. Private schools were well represented and in general, there was a clearer view of the problems and proposed solutions for a better teaching atmosphere in this country, if those that can mandate them care to do so. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. <laughs> 